0: Episode 39 of This Is Us Two is brought to you by Minute With Mary. If you have yet to join my marvelous VIP group on Facebook, I want you just to remember the hashtag Minute With Mary. You can go there and see different little videos and tips and tricks to try out some new creative colors with your makeup this fall season. So once again, hashtag Minute With Mary. I have to get realistic about my life, but I just, I don't know if I agree with that. You know what I mean? Because I'm a singer.
1: Wow, I said that out loud. I'm a singer, I'm a singer.
0: (laughs) I have been sending my demo off and I have this dream of signing with Reprise Records out in Los Angeles. They're the ones who put out uh, the last Joni Mitchell album, Blue. I'm sorry, I feel like I'm talking too much. Am I talking too much? Because I feel like I'm talking too much. (laughs) Please tell me something about you.
1: Well, my name's Jack.
0: <laughs> okay, that's a good place to start, Jack. From Cranston, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry.
1: welcome my name is mary larson my name is blake and i am so freaking jacked i am so jacked for this uh season three is here it's here oh my goodness and i feel like i'm gonna talk way too much just like rebecca
0: hey it's okay
1: it's okay i'm all excited you know you know how i get when i get excited i just i just don't (laughs) all excited now, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, because this is our actually our first time being real time yes. with uh, this is us The season, uh, we actually what we do in the beginning of our episode is actually tell you a quick story about how we related to that episode in our own personal lives. Yeah. So we've told many stories ranging from uh, the death of my mother to Mary having to adult for her parents at certain times, even to Mary being a total nerd and being a geek in band and or me taking <laughs> mushrooms at one point in my life and talking to a squirrel. Those are all stories that have happened in previous episodes of This Is Us 2. Do go back and listen to them because <laughs> I think they're pretty fantastic. Now, my story for this episode and how I related to it came at the very end. Now, there's a whole bunch of different ways that we could relate to this. Um, But for me, it was the end. When Jack goes into his home after his first date with Rebecca, even though it was a complete disaster, it ended off just right. And when he goes home, his dad looks at him and says, hey, what's up with you? You all right? And he goes, yeah, I'm good. And I remember when I met Mary, who is my wife, I remember when I first started dating her, um, it maybe, geez, maybe a couple of days afterwards, you know, I, I was going into work, I was doing whatever. And I was at the front counter, uh, serving some customers. And one of the customers looks at me and it was a, it was a regular customer, someone who came in all the time, looks at me and says, Hey, what's up with you? You seem different. Like what's up? And I just remember thinking, yeah, I am different. I just met the the woman I, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Like that, that was it. I fell madly in love. That was the end of my life for the the way I knew it. That was the end. I i i was i was struck. I was struck by lightning, and I was all smiles. I was um, just a. I felt like a completely different person from the way that I was. So for this person who is a customer of mine to come in every single day and see me act completely different because I met a girl, uh, and this is all 100% true, by the way, hand of God, I I just, my life was changed. I met the woman that just knocked me off my feet. I (laughs) met the girl.
0: All right, my darling. Well, let's get into the show. Give me some of the details.
1: The title was nine bucks, as we all know. Why? Because Jack only had nine dollars, four of which was borrowed from his... From his buddy. I, I don't remember his buddy's name. I don't he, either. He might even be nameless. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> the director was Ken Olin. Uh, he has directed 40 billion episodes of This Is Us. I'm not going to go through them all but I do maintain that he should just have no life whatsoever and just continue to direct every single episode of This Is Because he's that Us. good. Because okay. he gets it. He understands. And how about the writer? The writer was Dan Fogelman who is the showrunner with uh, Isaac Apptaker and Elizabeth Berker. They, uh, th- they are a... A trifecta of showrunners, which we learned from Dan Snearson on Mm -hmm. our last episode, which was the season three preview, and uh, he has written many great episodes of This Is Us, uh, including the premieres, uh, the some of the Moonshadow, the finale of season one, uh, and the the the, just all over the place. So many great episodes. He is the A list writer uh, for This Is Us.
0: All right, so lemonade rating. We rate this, the episodes on a one to five scale um, of glasses of lemonade. And for this episode, I'm giving this episode a 4.5. Okay. Um, I enjoyed it because A, this is my first time watching it in real time with the rest of the world. Uh, I mm-hmm. love being back with these people. I'll delve into some of the, the things that I really loved, but there were a couple of things that stood out to me that I just couldn't shake. Mm-hmm. Um, so a solid 4.5.
1: Okay. For me, I'm giving this 4.3 lemonades. Um, and you one of the things that you learn again, if you're new to this show, is we have some commandments uh, for for this is us too. Just certain things that this is us should abide by. And one of the commandments is I want horses, not ponies. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't give me three ponies and make up for one horse. And I feel like we got a pony here. Uh, it th- this episode was good. It was okay. It set everything up for the rest of the season for the most part, and it did it very much in the same template that season two followed. Um, the, the template that the season two premiere created, which was show us where we left off with all the characters, get to know the characters again, set up some mystery here and there, and then the end the episode off with a huge mystery of what we're doing and what will yeah. be the main drive for the rest of the season. Agreed. And, and that, I think, will end up being who the her is her.
0: all right so our gbgs are good are bad and are great for the episode my good for this episode was beth's surprise love for kevin and how all of this was because she was trying to protect kevin mm. from zoe you know she had this huge we, we were nervous she was going to rip into kevin and really she goes into this wonderful talk about how she loves him how she loves him as an uncle for her children um and that was so good my bad I mean, it's obvious, but Toby flushing the dang pills down the toilet. like he, they, We already have it on the table that his depression has gone so bad that it's been suicide level depression. Kate knows how bad it is that she adamantly says, nope, that is not even close to an option to go off right. of it. So, of course, we all sat there. Flushing pills down the toilet, by the way, not very nice to fish, guys. Not very <laughs> nice to fish, so please don't ever do that. B, like he could have talked with somebody and slowly gone off of it nope, just made a rash decision without saying anything to his wife and we already know how bad it's gotten before Mm. and doing things cold turkey with um, pills like that, not a good thing. Okay, my great for the episode, my great was the way that I actually squirmed for jack paying for the date you know i was i was so nervous okay four dollars i don't know what things were like back in the 80s with dollars like maybe this will be enough Then i saw that he was at a carnival and i was like you're screwed you're this screwed. was the 70s by the way oh not seven, the you're right you're right 70s okay so it meant even more and i thought maybe they'll go get some food rebecca's hungry nope they go to a carnival and you know those carnival places they cost so much money five dollars of course just to get in i'm sitting there going it's okay he's got four and then she wants a candy apple and i was like uh-oh then she wants a hot coco oh goodness gracious there he is just two dollars. so all of us are sitting there doing the math in our minds um and so i just love that i squirmed for him in that as i was doing like the super minimal math with him but you know you felt it (laughs) and then i i really what made it great was that how then he tells her right at the end so um that's that's it
1: my good for this episode was actually your great my darling which is tension mm. dan fogelman uses a very simple tool to create tension for jack and rebecca because we all know that jack and rebecca end up together right i mean it, it is what it is so how the heck do you have to create at least a little dramatic tension mm-hmm. for these two it's not like yes it's great to see the highlight reel and yes it's great to see yeah. their first date but there has to be something involved with it too something has to happen and it, it that thing is the date not ending up the way that we thought it was going to end. But the tension was created because you put a timer on the whole situation here, the nine bucks, four of which was borrowed from Nameless Friend, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, which is, this is the beauty of knowing that Jack has $9 for the night and he's Dan Fogelman is also taking our prior knowledge of these characters and using that to his advantage. We know that Rebecca comes from a family of relative wealth, or at least being relatively comfortable. And that Jack, he's been busting his balls just to make... A buck by fixing old ladies' cars and preparing to steal from Ray's. That's why he was there in yeah. the first place, right? So you know that they're going to blow through that money, yeah. Because she's thinking, oh well, I'll take a hot chocolate. Yeah, sure. Why don't you give me a candy apple? Sure. And then you, you, you're you're dreadfully looking at those umbrellas as it rains, and you know he's only got two dollars left, right? Oh. He's got to buy an umbrella for two dollars. Wait, what do you? What do you nuts? Right. So this is how he creates tension it's like the famous alfred hitchcock line right you put two people at a table talking and it's boring it's just two people going back and forth but you put a suitcase with a bomb and a timer underneath that table that the two people don't know about and you the viewer knows about now you have some tension yeah because with every single word with every single movement that they make you're like oh my god he only has two dollars yeah. and He's only got $2 left and you get the explanation even for you as a viewer at the end. Mm-hmm. I can't make a girl, take a girl, go in, and go to a carnival and not let her play games. Yep. But what am I going to do? Yep. I, it, that, that whole thing was fantastic. That, that whole conceit, perfect. The bad. I have a tie, as a matter of fact. Uh-oh. Uh, having <laughs> Franco Harris, who was the football player, having him played out in real time, um, I was not a huge fan of this. Um I, I've said that I am very happy that with this show that it has made football football a uh, uh, a major part of its DNA from the very beginning, whether it was the terrible towel entrance in from the from the, uh, from the pilot mm-hmm. or the Super Bowl and tying Jack's deck death to that the whole thing. I love, but that was always the football was always in service of the Pearsons, right? So, we aren't in the business here of this is us in humanizing football players we we don't I don't care about frank they're Harris. not in the
0: pearson family I
1: don't care everything football revolves around the Pearson family for this is us we We are in the business of showing how football has shaped the lives of the pearsons
0: so here's my issue with that whole storyline right. I thought he was Deja's dad. <laughs> 'Cause it's all like oh Deja's dad feels the same way. Well here's some some guy and I don't really understand football on timelines, so I'm just right. like oh man, Deja's mom knocked boots with the football player. Knocked nice. Boots. Okay. I,
1: I don't think I've heard anybody say that line. Since Beth? Since Well, not since Beth, but before Beth, I don't think I've heard knocked boots in quite some time. Oh
0: my gosh. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, why are we spending time with this family? What is going on? Oh, he has a nice big family. Maybe they would like Deja. I, I knew it was a different time period, but I just was not fully grasping what was going on, why he was there. And yeah. then I really thought, like, is is he going to be Deja's dad because they had put this whole dad part in? And then I just kept saying, no, then he's wicked old.
1: Right. This won't make make any sense. sense. Then
0: Deja's mom would have... Kind of knocked boots with a wicked old yeah. football player.
1: <laughs> with a wicked old,
0: not as cool,
1: <laughs> not as cool. And my other tie, but the, the other half of my tie here was the random dude showing up on Rebecca's door at the end.
0: That's no random dude. That's a previous lover. Well, what else? It, it
1: obviously is. I I get it. But like how Kevin has random random girlfriend number one and random girlfriend number two. This I think is... it's
0: the band boy. I think it's not random. I think that's band boy.
1: Oh, that is a great hot take. I know. Oh, that's a great hot take. I
0: don't think he's a rando. Oh. I think he's important.
1: Oh. I think it's band. Boy. Why didn't you save that for the end? Because I suck at hot takes. Oh man, that's a great hot take. Anyway, thanks. Um, <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Which it, is why Jack like hates him. I know what well, I would. Well, he doesn't know that that's that's band boy. I, we'll find out. Okay. Anyway, we'll find out. Anyway, so I. It's like it's okay. And, and see, this is the difference between tension mm-hmm. and setting up mystery for the sake of it being mystery like who's who's okay who's this guy and it just doesn't work well because again we already know that jack and rebecca are together we already know that that relationship functions the way that it should so just putting this dude as a roadblock yeah doesn't work it doesn't work because he's he's going to be gone anyway yep what works is having jack and rebecca go in and in, in, in find their way certain th- like through certain things mm-hmm. like nine dollars that is tension um okay so but the great the great and i freaking love this was the line may i may i in reference to jack asking rebecca to remove the piece of candy from her upper lip
0: i'm surprised that's the only mess she had because when i eat a candy apple <laughs> it's oh i look like the, the joker i look like a joker
1: <laughs> Why so serious? Why so
0: serious? (laughs) (laughs) And I can't even break through the damn candy shell. I have to take my teeth and hit it like a jackhammer to break (laughs) through it. It is the most unappealing. Candy. Not, so Rebecca Pearson.
1: Not your best look.
0: No. When she said candy apple, I was like, oh.
1: Oh, we're gonna go there.
0: Okay. Not caramel. <laughs> you can be a little less messy with caramel.
1: But the candy part of it. You look like the Joker. Freaking disaster.
0: But she looked beautiful.
1: Yeah, because she's Mandy Moore.
0: Hey, you add a beret on her, you're done. Yeah.
1: You're done. All the hat porn. <laughs> okay, so the may I? So yeah, the may I? When Jack says, you know, oh, she's like, oh, he's got you got some you got some candy on there. You got there. some smut on oh, can you, oh, can you. Can you take look. it off? Oh, all right, may I like that? is a sweet moment that shows you the baseline of their relationship. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's a little thing between two people who have no idea who each other are, how to navigate with each other. Mm-hmm. This is the beauty of seeing Jack and Rebecca in their early days because you're so used to them being Jack and Rebecca Pearson. But who are these people that have finally come together? And you know how everyone knows what a first date is like. Everybody knows that it's always a, a, a total crapshoot. Uh, Mary Mary got Hammond on our first date
0: I didn't mean to I was just hungry
1: but she did and it was was great it was a poor choice it (laughs) was a very poor choice I think the poor choice was going on a date with me no Um, but it's a sweet moment again that shows you the baseline of the relationship and Rebecca is right the way that Jack looks at her is absolutely intoxicating and you can see why even though they sat underneath this (laughs) underneath this little roof where uh, the rain was coming down so they wouldn't get wet you can see why, even though uh, he is having a hard time talking about the war and talking about his brother and everything, you can see why she falls in love with him. You can see why that even though they hate, <laughs> he hates mushrooms Ugh. and she loves cats, they still are together Yep, because there's just something there. And that is the beauty of seeing what we saw.
0: So now that we're watching this in time with the rest of you, we're going to start to integrate um, some listener feedback into our podcast episode. We're going to do a big three for each episode, ideally, having three different comments. So um, you want to take it from the top?
1: Yes. Uh, Mishi Crib Bryant says, I'd give this. Episode four, Lemonades. It was a fantastic episode that had all the feels. I did want to see a bit more of Deja and her biological dad. And of course, the flash forwards are killing me. I want more.
0: Maureen Edwards gave the episode a 4.2 Lemonades. It was nice to watch and it had some solid moments, but overall, it didn't bring the horses. I faith the horses <laughs> are on their way though. The good, the swear and Oprah stuff, the yes. bad, the line, it's a good thing Zoe's staying here while she's making her documentary. Sloppy exposition and also hated that Randall's trying to compare his childhood and adoption story to Deja's situation. And then she dropped some truth on him so that ended up making it okay and I would agree with that. I like that yes. Deja was like, oh no, no, no. And uh, Maureen's great. When Beth asks Zoe what she's thinking about being with Kevin, and Zoe responds, what am I thinking? I'm thinking he looks like Batman and he's built like a truck. I laughed out loud. As others have said, looks like the writers are now pointing us towards Kate in the whole her mystery, but who knows? Misdirection is clearly not above them. More nope. will be revealed.
1: And Mandy Lake says, 4.5 lemonades. I liked getting to see the Pearsons all over again. And Mandy, I totally agree. Just seeing Jack and Rebecca toge- together again. And the rest of the family is fantastic. Which, But she says, what I really really want to know why is how they had so much suspense and angst with the other guy at the door when clearly jack and rebecca ended up together get it together mandy Mm -hmm. whatever the season brings us lfg i don't know what that means it means let's effing go which is and i I had to keep that in there because that's a Patriots saying and all the Steelers stuff going on here is driving me crazy (laughs) okay because we're from rhode island and I got to get get some Patriots in there. All right. LFG, baby.
0: All right. So let's get into Deja. I yes. mean, I know we focus so much on Jack and Rebecca and the big three, but Deja had a huge, huge thing happen in this episode, of right. course, saying that she will end up being adopted. She does it with a smile on her face. It's a 180 from the Deja that we saw in the season two finale.
1: Well, I think it's even a, uh, a 180 from where we saw Deja at the beginning of this episode. Agreed, agreed.
0: <laughs> it's like she needed to let go. It's kind of that whole thing, you know, when people like burn old letters of lovers. She had to go and tell her dad, you know, I'm all set. I'm going I'm to I'm be something. Yeah, I'm letting you know. She did the Julia Roberts, you know, big mistake, huge, huge <laughs> mistake. They think I'm exceptional, all right?
1: From, from what movie is that? Pretty Women, which I hate. I know you hate that movie, but I'm just saying- It's a fantastic movie and you just quoted it. I just quote, that's the only thing I
0: like out of it. (laughs) It's the only thing. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited that Deja is now going to be a permanent part of this family. I'm excited. The, the joy that it showed on her face. I hope that continued therapy will help, um, her not have too many more, uh, issues outbreaks, or, outbreaks. or
1: uh, bats with uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> run-ins with bats and in, in front in front windshields but of course this
0: is us and this is us a lot of people are like oh they can be so misleading and they go back and forth just guys just whenever people say that when there's too much drama there is so much drama in real life okay yeah. and so Deja is a very 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 complicated character that no one else is like so I even though I want Deja to have butterflies and moonbeams and sunshine for the rest of season three i don't think it's gonna happen
1: no there's no way it happens something else has to happen but you know what is funny and something that i actually really liked which is the montage now even though i wasn't a big fan of how they put franco harris into this Mm -hmm. um what they did with the montage is they had to get a lot of characters in all at once to get you up to snuff for the rest of the episode. And how they did their transitions is what made that montage so great. And a couple of examples, right? You see Franco Harris, right? He gets up, he gets into bed, and then he ends up, ends up getting on the bus. Now, you don't know who he is at the time, but he gets on the bus, and the seat that he sits at, the window is all busted up. There's a massive, massive totally crack that. in it, right? And the next shot is a fade in to the busted up windshield of... See, that's
0: why I was thinking it was your dad. They just kept having Deja Dad, <laughs>
1: right? Well, it's possible, right? I mean, well, it's not possible. That, it's not. That, it's that, not her dad. Franco it was just Harris is my the team. dad, but it, there's a great transition showing you that there's some connectivity between this Franco Harris thing and then the future part portion of of uh, the whole deal. And then there's even some more transitions too when Franco Harris is in his in his house, and the mother is saying goodbye to the daughter because and she's like, "Hey, don't get pregnant." You know, or mm-hmm. or even when the guy when they're in the locker room, he says, "Man, this there's no such thing as hanky panky before work." The next shot is a shot of Zoe taking her clothes off <laughs> <laughs> with Kevin, and then that's when she looks at him she, and she's like, "Oh man, Beth don't have to know don't have to know everything." Yeah, like. There's some great work there. There's a whole bunch of other yeah. transitional shots within the montage. But it, they, it shows you how they wrote those things in there specifically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just to talk about that and just to give you a good flowing portion of this montage.
0: I'm happy that Deja is there not only just for Deja and for Randall and for Beth, but for Tess and for Annie. They need a little stability. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Um, now moving on to the big three. Kevin. I loved Kevin in this episode. I feel like I go through episodes where I'm like, and other episodes are like, yes, I'm on the Kevin train. I'm on the Kevin train in this episode. We've
1: been big on Kevin lately.
0: Yes. And for, you know, he leaves Natalie Morales. Oh, yes. Oh, I haven't even watched the movie yet. Like, it's just so humanizing of Kevin. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, here he is about to be interviewed. His movie is a huge success. He hasn't even seen it yet because he's so nervous. And he leaves to go answer a phone call from a girl. A girl who hangs up on him halfway through while he's thinking he's witty and <laughs> sweet and fun. I'm just all about Kevin in this episode. And then and then Beth. Hit it on the on the nail on the head. He talks to Tess and Annie like they're regular people, not just little kids. Right. And you know, I hadn't actually figured that out yet. I didn't really know why I loved the interactions until she said that, and I was like, "You're right. He does." And that's probably why the girls love him so much too. Sure. They're eavesdropping. Mm-hmm. So sweet. <laughs> that so was so really
1: sweet. Cute. And you hear Beth yelling at Zoe, talking about Kevin and built like a truck and all? And Kevin, he's just. You could just feel him crawling out of his skin mm-hmm. with the two girls who are sitting there, right?
0: <laughs> you know, I'm wondering how frequently Kevin has been uh, broken up with. You know, I mean, granted, like, the Sloan, the Olivia, the mm-hmm. Sophie thing, those all were different. But by the way that Beth is describing how Zoe chews men up and spits them out, oh. I wonder if that has happened to football star, movie star, Batman built like a truck, Kevin, mm-hmm. or if this could possibly be the first time that it's really happened to him that way, if that, if everyone else has oh, looked at him, him. Okay. you know, if, if everyone else generally looks up to him and then, you know, the things that happened with Olivia and Sloan made sense, you know what I mean? Like sure. technically they, they left him, but like they made sense, but I'm worried for Kevin that this is going to be the first time.
1: I think it worked so well because of the subversion of our expectations here. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is us does so well. And this is why I think it, it, it succeeds so well. When it takes little things that you wouldn't necessarily know, or it takes little things that you think you know, and then flips them into a thing that you have no idea. Mm -hmm. And that being, of course, you think that Beth is protecting Zoe the entire time, and she's not. She's actually protecting Kevin because she likes him so much. And seeing that... Like, we talked about that great pairing of Kate and Beth in the Vegas yes, baby episode. Yes. But th- this pairing of Kevin and Beth is just as fruitful. It's just as great. Yep. I love that scene when she's like, okay, you out, you sit. And then he sits down and she's like, nope, I can't even look at you. Get out.
0: Like- <laughs> I would never want to have Beth be upset at me. I'm going to no. tell you that I would almost be a little afraid to be Beth's friend. I oh, love yeah. Beth. I love her character. But I feel like I would be, uh oh. Angry Beth, woof. Hell hath no fury.
1: <laughs> so you see why Randall gets along so well with her because he. I, that it also reminds me of that scene too, when he's like, "Okay, so I'm gonna get all mad, but oh, you, all right, you're bringing the heat, okay? Because I, I, I thought that's what I was gonna do. All right, all right, all right fine, that's cool. You know, like
0: <laughs> their banter there about Oprah. Yeah, I don't know how you're gonna make this up to Oprah. I made a donation to her foundation. Well, that's a start.
1: <laughs> Swear on Oprah, and she's like, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> and 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 this episode also follows another commandment of Mary and Blake and This Is Us 2 which is it has to have balance and this one did have balance mm-hmm. you know you can go we talked about misery porn right in, yep. the, in one of the last episodes uh, for the finale this could have had misery porn with Deja but it didn't it ends up with Deja giving Randall a present you know Nike yep. shoes from her, obviously her biological dad mm-hmm. And then saying, hey, you can sign those papers if you want. And it could have gone down the road of like deja being this just this moody teen and everything. And I I don't think I would have blamed the writers for doing that, but at least giving us something mm-hmm. for that, um, giving us something to be happy about or giving us something to be positive about uh, is a major facet here for for This Is Us. And I also think, too, I mean, the whole thing with swearing on Oprah it it could have been misery porn for yes, Randall and Beth yes. but it wasn't it was actually very funny swearing on oprah mm-hmm. or being built like a truck and being batman you know like it it, it all worked out for, for me and then when you start putting that in in line with what happened to Katobi i mean that 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 could really go down misery porn mm-hmm, levels mm-hmm. here but it but it didn't it didn't how did you feel about Katobi and the whole situation <laughs> Katobi. <laughs> I don't like that. I'll tell you what. Okay, I don't well, like Katobi. We can do Kobe.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> just Kate and Toby. Okay, fine. Um, first off <laughs> I have had a 180 on Madison. I just need to say that girl has tried so hard between the bachelorette party and the shower and getting this beautiful birthday party together from Kate, who has like really no friends. She sure has had some nice, pretty social gatherings that Mm -hmm. Madison has put a lot of work into, including a straight up carrot cake. (laughs) She tried. She tried. Poor Madison. Um I loved how Kate handled things inside the doctor's office. I'll tell you that for her to be so real and honest, yet still kind. she like tiptoed on that line of like, I'm really mad at you doctor. And I want to say some evil things to you. And yet she was still able to be like, thank you anyway. Yep. You know, because I was like, I don't know if I would have been able to do that. There would have been so much emotion building up inside of Mm -hmm. me. Um, So I really loved how they handled that. With Kate and Toby talking about the other options, I felt like Kate dismissed Toby. I feel like Toby was trying to say, you know, we could have a surrogate. We could adopt, you know, like you have adoption even in your family. You know, Like I felt like Toby was trying to open that door sure. and Kate should it quickly. But on the flip side, she just heard this news today. Right. So I'm not upset with her for shutting him down so quickly. If this was like a month or two in and Toby was like, let's bring that up once again. She still kept shutting him down. Mm-hmm. I would feel a little worse. Um, I'm really concerned about Toby. Everything is saying no. <laughs> you shouldn't have flushed those dang pills down. Um, C- Kate can continue to lose weight. She's lost 40 pounds. That's that's no small feat.
1: Nope. I can't even lose five. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it's been slow and steady for her to say it hasn't been a fad diet. My concern, honestly, has been that Kate still doesn't seem to be in therapy. So she went on this huge retreat, had oh, okay. this breakthrough, yep. and has had, in my opinion, we haven't seen any continuity. We've been able to see Kevin, and we should assume that Kevin is continuing to have something because he went to that. But I don't know. I I just am like, Kate is just coming to grips with giving up you know some things of her father mm-hmm. and she's got a lot of stuff going on i just feel like she needs to be back in therapy
1: right right and toby toby needs all the therapy right now <laughs> especially if he's giving up his meds and he's doing it without telling her and i
0: don't want people to hear this like having me almost i don't want people to hear this thinking i'm making fun of that, like they need to oh, no. therapy. I'm being real and honest. We like, all need
1: therapy. I think every person yes. on this planet needs therapy. Yes,
0: at some point in your life, it is a everyone wonderful
1: needs thing. to be therapized. <laughs> so
0: that's where I'm coming from. I'm just I'm not. Season one really focused heavily on Randall and finding Randall's biological father. Season right. two focused heavily on Kevin. Now, of course, it's going to be a lot about Kate. Um, but I
1: don't know. but seeing but seeing where Toby is going to end up going but we don't know why. We don't know why, but we know that this isn't helping. Yes. And and we know that him throwing his pills away is not going to help. Correct. And my what my guess is that Kate will not know. Because in the flash forward from the previous season mm-hmm. we see her saying, "Hey, we're going to we're going to adjust your meds and do mm-hmm. this and that." And I wonder if he is not taking the meds but telling her that he is so that they can, <sighs> you know, and you know, whatever, but uh, they can go knock some boots. But then again, I mean when you're that deeply depressed, um, are you even able to mm-hmm. to knock boots? So you know, like that that's a huge yep. that's a huge question. Yeah. Right. And I'm so happy with how they have begun this journey with Toby because sometimes you know sometimes depression in television is handled with like uh, it's like a, a big hammer. You know, it's like this big thing happens and now he's depressed.
0: Oh, like situational, like, like like, someone died. Yeah. And now now you're depressed.
1: depressed. And we all know that chronic depression isn't something that is just spurred on because someone dies. Chronic depression is it. it be an illness. It's an illness. It could be the most minute thing ever, or Mm -hmm. it could be throwing your pills away or. And then once you start going down that road. That's the end, baby. Correct. I mean, that it takes a while to get out of. So I love how they've handled this situation so far. With It's not just this massive thing like Kate can't have a baby. That's part of it, but it's not the it. It's mm-hmm. just the beginning of it all.
0: Agreed. I don't think we need to spend too much time on Jack and Rebecca because so much of it was our good and our greats. Right. But I do want to say that um, you make me feel like I'm home. Oh, yeah so sweet and yet so creepy on your first date but so sweet and when you do have that connection with somebody um so like blake my first date for example i remember being out outside um like in the street we we're about to part ways and you were like i really want to see you soon i i really like you i really want to see you soon like i'm can i see you soon and you were like really put the emphasis on the soon and i was like yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yes just like oblivious yeah sure
0: Yes. Okay. Yep. So <laughs> I think when you are so that enthusiastic and raw, it's it's really sweet. I do need to say, though, where the heck was Rebecca on her kids' birthdays? Oh, yeah. Good point. Where are you, Rebecca? You on a cruise with Mickey? What's going on? Like, okay, Kate's far away. Okay. Could have at least called. Um, But we see Randall and Kevin together. Mm-hmm. Rebecca doesn't live too far away.
1: I, I agree. I don't know. Hey, you know what? Y'all been sleeping on my boy, Miguel. Maybe Miguel has taken her off on a cruise, like you said. That's what I'm dreaming. (laughs) Okay. One last thing I do want to say for my final thoughts of this episode. Final thought, I just wanted more Jack and Rebecca that's what I kept finding Mm -hmm. myself wanting to go towards like all the other stuff is great it's getting us all back up to snuff with all the other characters and it's great that it has this little conceit that every single premiere so far has featured their birthdays and we've gone from them being 36 now they're 38 great awesome but seeing Jack and Rebecca especially this portion where Jack is talking Mm. about Vietnam and that's like that's not something that you would generally talk about Correct, but University. it shows you the kind. It shows you the kind of time that they're in, right? Correct. Like that. That is an ever-present thing, um, and there is this one quick flash of Jack holding somebody who's been shot. Now you can't see who it is. Um, you can't see what necessarily happened, but him just saying, "Oh yeah, I, I was, I was a mechanic," mm-hmm. you can tell that that's a lie. Well, hey, mechanics.
0: On the battlefield.
1: Yeah, but the way that he said it, it was dismissive. Yes, like I, I was just correct. a mechanic Well, it's anyway, like a lot so. of people say,
0: like, oh, I was a cook. And you're like, mm, you did right. a lot more than so just cook. So
1: there's a lot more to this story mm-hmm. uh, to be mined there. And I, and I really look forward to to seeing that. So that is my final thought. Can I have one final thought, two final thoughts? Uh yes, you can. Okay. It's the premiere. We're breaking all the rules.
0: Happy Randall on holidays, hot dad, hot dad, slash birthdays, <laughs> wearing that little little hat and still doing like the and hot dancing. dad dance. I can't even. I can't even. I love how joyous Randall is. And I just need to point out having a commercial for the Milo JLo movie with Jack kissing JLo in the shower, not a smart move on this is us. Oh, okay, because then good. you're like, no, Jack, no, don't kiss J. She's kissed everybody in Hollywood, but she doesn't need you. And then had thrown in the Dumbo trailer. Baby of mine, all the tears, all oh the Kleenex and Charmin. All of it.
1: Alright, you got a do you have another hot take?
0: Yeah. Wait, um, I still don't really understand the hot takes, but sure. Okay. It's it's the yes. prediction. Okay, yes, I have hold a hot on. take. Okay. So Randall says to Toby, future Randall, future Toby, she wants you to be there. So whoever it is is alive. If it would have been someone dead, like if you were visiting a grave or whatever, they would have said she would have wanted you or she she wanted you. Mm-hmm. She wants you to be there present tense. So whoever her is, is alive.
1: OK, very good. I like it.
0: And Toby wasn't wearing a wedding ring.
1: Oh, well, I I think they're alluding to the fact that that Kate dies because he's in the bed. I alone. didn't take it
0: that way. I still don't take it that way. OK. But I don't think he's with Kate.
1: I wonder if they're talking about their child. their child. Like maybe they have a daughter and there's an issue with the daughter of some sort. Mm-hmm. Maybe the daughter is with Kate in, in like Kate's in the hospital or, or maybe um, Kate dies in childbirth. It, it could be. No, but I feel like no, he would Kate's wear his ring. Like
0: I feel like if Kate died, but they were still together, he'd be wearing his wedding ring. Oh, I feel like okay. he and Kate break up.
1: Ah, gotcha.
0: You know what I mean yep. like you I don't know no
1: I got you okay I I'm I'm, I'm all aboard that so team.
0: whoever her is is still alive and I think that Toby is not with Kate in their relationship anymore
1: oh. all right my hot take is that uh Jack talks about his brother Nikki, being in the war and dying in the war so there is confirmation that Nikki does die in the war but the way that Jack talks about it, and the way, what we know about Jack's relationship with Nikki is that they relied on each other. They were there for each other. We know that because that's the conversation that he has with teenage Kevin and teenage Randall after the driving incident where he kicked them out of the car, right? <laughs> so good. My guess is that Nikki, who is the younger brother, saves Jack, oh. the older brother and it's somehow some way jack's fault Ugh. that nikki has to save him
0: or he thinks it's his fault like how kate thinks it's her fault
1: right and jack and jack feels guilty for nikki dying uh, and that's why he can't talk about it. And that's why he has such a hard time with the war. He feels like it was his fault. That is my hot take. Now, before we close out the show, I do want to say, please do contact us throughout this season by either emailing us at Maryandblakemedia at gmail or talk to us on social media either on Mary and Blake, the Facebook page, or Mary and Blake One on Twitter. You can also use the hashtag this is us2. Yep. Uh, that will get uh, that thread for us. So anytime you have a comment, just do the hashtag. This is us too. And please, for the love of God, go to Facebook <laughs> <laughs> and go to our Facebook group called This Is Us Too. It's the it's the companion piece. T-O-O. To- yeah t-o-o this is us too just like our name on the podcast it's the companion piece to this podcast where all of our listeners and all of the people that we where we get a lot of our feedback for for this episode or for the future episodes it will be coming from the this Mm -hmm. is us to facebook group so just check that out it's a public group you can see it all you got to do is just click it and we'll let you in so my darling are you ready to close this bad boy out okay let's get it done
0: One of the best ways, of course, to let other people know about this podcast is to write a written review in your podcast app of choice. If you are listening on an iPhone, you can just head on over to the podcast app, type in This Is Us 2 and leave us a review right there. Or you can head on over to your desktop or laptop. So I want to thank TMD0609 said podcast made by TV lovers for TV, TV lovers. Mary and Blake are absolutely phenomenal. I love their banter and in depth analysis of This Is Us and its characters. I subscribe to all of their podcasts. because they produce great content and put a lot of thought and effort into analyzing every episode in depth. You won't regret subscribing.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: So take the time, guys. If you have the moment, we would totally appreciate it. It makes our day.
1: Hey, I got, a, I got an offer for you too. The person who gives us our 56th and our 62nd review gets a free t-shirt from the Mary and Blake store.
0: Very cool. I'm Mary. My name is Blake. And this is us too.